Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And the reason why we say that is because... There are so many people listening to this from all over the world. We are so lucky to have people listening to this program now in uh, 18 or 20 different countries that we get messages from. So thank you very much to all those people. Um, We've had people at different universities listening to this program that are actually studying business or uh, some sort of uh, business uh, coaching, mentoring or whatever, and uh, sent me emails regularly that I get things from every, you know, corners of the world now it's fantastic and of course we're on Radio Italia Uno here in Adelaide every Monday from two o'clock you can hear the program on Radio Italia Uno so thank you to Ron from uh, City Podcast or Podcast City in Adelaide here and helping us Matt welcome to the program hello again yeah and we've got a special guest today and, and uh, I'll introduce him in just a minute but before I do I just wanted to say um Wow, I had a very, very touching um, message the other day. And it's, you know, it's not what you say, but the way you say it, but also it's the way uh, you make people feel because people don't remember what you say. They don't remember what you did, but they always remember the way you made them feel. That is so, so important. And I just want to reiterate that because what happened was, this was actually quite touching because I got a message from somebody that said to me about five years ago, I was here on, on radio and uh, not even on my program, I was a guest on somebody else's program. And we were talking about drugs and rehabilitation. We were talking about uh, happy and being happy and laughter and laughter therapy. And this chap had gone to visit his mother that particular afternoon and his mother had the radio on. And he told me the other day, he was confessing, that he had gone there to say goodbye to his mother because that afternoon he had planned to kill himself. And something that I said on the radio, his mother was listening to this thing about drugs and rehabilitation and how people can change and that. And he um, wasn't even listening to the radio, but all of a sudden something that I said caught his attention and it just brought him to his knees. And he said he just stood there with his mother and his mother said, look, I just want you to try and get off these drugs. I want you to just try and do this. And then he heard what we were talking about on the program and it made him change his mind. Now, I did not know this obviously until just recently. And he came up and he said to me, he heard it on the radio. He didn't even know who it was that was saying what was said, but he remembered exactly what was said and exactly how it made him feel. And then when he heard our program and heard about doing laughter and laughter therapy and how Matt and I were talking about people in business and how people aren't happy and, and at the moment how so many people don't want to go back to work, you know, because more in America there was a surveys done and 70% of people hate their jobs. And even here in Australia, they were saying a lot of people have had to work from home or whatever. And as much as 85% don't want to go back to the office and, and, and a very high percentage of those don't want to go back to their jobs that they were doing. And then there's a very high percent, more than 60% hate the people they work with. You know, so I'm saying, how can you get production? How can you get productivity? How can you get anything if all these factors are affecting people? But I just want to say, this young lad, um, well, he was in his 20s, late 20s, at the moment, five years later, his business is doing very, very, very well. His wife and his relationship is fantastic, right? Because he was, he was right on the brink of divorce and he was about to commit suicide. And I'm just saying, just sometimes anybody can say something that will help somebody. And so I'm always, always saying, please watch what you say, how you say it, when you say it, and try and be kind. That's all. Now, here's a man that's definitely kind, definitely got all the 
ducks in a row, as they say, uh, my good friend Nadal Rashid. Nadal, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Peter. It's always a pleasure being here. Thank you. Now, Nadal Rashid, I've known for a long time. Ever since he's been a young man, he's been working flat out trying to achieve the sort of goal. And, and uh, I, I can honestly say, um, in a way, you're one of those guys that work really, really hard, climb the ladder of success and then realise you're up against the wrong wall mm. or you beat your head up against the wall <laughs> because you did go through a, a big emotional change because you were working flat out and you just didn't have the right direction, I think, at that time or think, something was missing, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, along the way you have to work out what's right for you and what's not and um, you start to make decisions on what you're prepared to do for money as opposed to what you're not prepared to do for money. And mm -hmm. I've definitely learned these the, the, the hard way <laughs> over the years. <laughs> Look, um, but I can honestly say it's been a pleasure uh, knowing you and, and watching your growth, you know, the way you, you went through, uh, you know, trying to be – uh, or being, you know, uh, in business and trying to work hard, trying to achieve the things you were achieving, and you were working long hours. Yeah, when you're in a restaurant business, it's just, just you know, that's what you sign up for. Yeah, mm. I, I don't think a lot of people realise that, you know. <laughs> um, but you know, he worked in a restaurant. You had, you had, you took over the business. You you ran it really well, and you had a, a, a loyal following. But um, they didn't see all the work you did behind the bar, in front of the bar, front of house, back of house, and overnight sort of thing yeah i also think that sometimes if you're following a path that's not meant for you things will happen to stop you from you know moving in that direction long term so i believe that my plan that um, my creator had was bigger than just being in a restaurant so you know as much as i tried to make that successful there was always roadblocks coming up because that's that wasn't part of my destiny but mm. as soon as i changed directions and changed lanes and moved into real estate which is something i was always curious and passionate about as a child, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden doors started opening up and I found that journey to be a lot more smoother, yep. um, especially in the early days. So for me, I, I believe that you got to do what's right, what's what's um, in line with your values in, in terms of your, uh, w your direction in life and also something that, that is, uh, is you, mm. you know what I mean? Because so many people try and uh, take the, take a path of maybe least resistance, but it's not really the path that's meant for them. So yeah. then no matter how hard they try, they'll have these roadblocks come up and things will stop them from eventually succeeding. Whereas I think if you find what you're truly passionate about, what's meant for you, what mm. what's your purpose, um, come up and you'll find yourself just, you know, overcoming these challenges without the the resistance. Yep. Actually, There's been a, a lot of research yeah. in that, that uh, if you uh, are not in a position and moving forward uh, with in congruence with your own values, Correct. that you will subconsciously throw roadblocks in the way to sabotage your success. They've done all kinds yeah, of research 100%. that indicates that. And, <clears throat> and my pastor, you know, not to get too religious uh, on you, but uh, my pastor always talks about first what, then how. So I think the big problem that most people have, including myself, you know, is you, I, you have trouble identifying the what. And once you got the what down, the how always comes. Exactly. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I think that's really key, you know. Or we identify the what, but we're too afraid to take the action on the what because we don't <laughs> think we're good enough or skilled enough or have the right background well, or the right contacts or whatever. Yeah, that's a very good point. We identify. Unfortunately a lot of people don't identify it themselves. And that's where I know that you, Rashid, have had um, quite a few different mentors or different people you've spoken to at different times or people have given you some advice from times. But more importantly, I know that you have taken the advice that people have given you or you've gone to seek mentors and seek coaching. So, you know, talk about goals and values and, and like you said, you know, um, what, you know, find your what. Sometimes you can't do that yourself. Mm. You know, the, the old saying is you, only you can do it, but you can't do it alone. So you'd need a mentor. You need a coach. And even if it's just somebody to talk to and say, listen, I'm not sure where I'm going here or, you know, I want to do this. What do you think? And work it out. That's when you made a big change as well because I've known you for a long time and I've, yep. seen, I've seen your growth. I've seen 
the way you personally have grown, but more importantly, I've seen the way your business has grown and how people around you have grown. I don't want to talk too much because we want to hear from Rashid, but yeah. um, I just want to clarify one thing so the audience isn't confused. The, the, uh, when you say you, know, you need help on that, only you can figure out your what. Correct. I mean, you need, you might need somebody to ask you the right questions to get to think, mm -hmm. but don't let anybody else figure out your what for you. Exactly. Only you can do that. Would you agree with that, Rashid? hundred percent. You can't, you can't live life trying to be someone else. You've got to be yourself and yep. do what you want. And, uh, I believe on the, on the terms of, um, finding mentors, you know, one of the early lessons I learned in my career was using other you know especially in the business world or investment world was using other people's money mm -hmm. in life i believe it's about using other people's mistakes because the mm. mistakes are worth a lot more than the money so if learn, i can find learn from their mistakes 100 so if yeah. i can find a mentor who's been down the path that i'm following and they can you know help me avoid some of those pitfalls and mistakes that they made yep. that's worth a lot more than money to me you yeah. should have me as your mentor because i'm really stupid i've made a lot of mistakes <laughs> I can really help you with that. <laughs> That's worth a lot of money. <laughs> well, Nadal, you've um, you've ran um, quite a few things in the past, and you mm -hmm. you've you're now doing uh, Silvertail Properties, right? Correct. Now, um, tell us a little bit about Silvertail Properties and what Silvertail Property does for people, yep. and and uh, then we'll come back. We'll we'll have to have a break shortly, but we'll come back um, and and talk more about Silvertail, what you're actually doing now, and. I wanted to find out also, and we'll come back to that, how um, this COVID year has affected you, has affected your business. So we'll come back. But at the moment, tell us about what Silvertail is and what you do for Definitely. people. So in short, Silvertail helps people play Monopoly in real life. That's that's the bottom line. Uh, we're, in, we're all about helping people win at the game of property because, as you know, property investment can be a big task for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of unknowns and there's a lot of uncertainty. And sometimes people just need a coach or a guide or a consultant to sit down with and um, sort of help them map out a plan that they can follow. So what we do for our clients is we help them implement property action plans. Uh, what that means is we sit down with them initially and work out uh, exactly where they're at financially. So what they can borrow, what their financial capacity is to be able to invest, what kind of risk they can take. Uh, then we map that out against what their goals are. So what are they trying to achieve? Do they want a passive income? Do they want to build up their net wealth? Do they want to save on tax? Uh, we, we work all, you know, exactly what the, the goal that we're heading towards. And then we, we bridge that gap between where they are and where they want to be. So we help them take little steps in that direction. And we're there to help guide them on the property choices, help them get the finance, um, vet the paperwork for them. We project manage uh, things like settlements and construction. Uh, and then on the completion of the project, we help them find their tenants and uh, manage the cash flows moving forward. And once a year, we sit down with them and, and do a bit of a review to see what opportunities we have to invest further. Mm -hmm. So that that's pretty much what Silvertail does in a, in a nutshell. Okay. So um, we've got to take a break now. But before we do, um, just tell us the um, website that they need to contact. It's silvertail.com.au. Right. Just silvertail.com. Yep. So we, can, we also got a YouTube channel. It's called Silvertail Success, where we do quite a few videos on either property overviews or we might do little golden nugget uh, segments where it's just like little small hits of, um, you know, inspiration, I guess. And, uh, of course, we're on social media. So fa our Facebook page is Silvertail Property Group, Instagram, Silvertail underscore property. Uh, so we're all we're all out there. Okay, so if you look up Silvertail um just silvertail.com dot au yep at dot au okay so silvertail.com dot au and you will find out uh, a lot more about silvertail the silvertail property group and what they do and uh, you can from there there's links to other parts of the business so thank you very much look we'll, we'll just take a quick break now and we'll come straight back thank you for listening and we'll be right back <music> The event presented by Radio Italia Uno and Unique Stone has been postponed to Friday the 26th of March with a new program, an exciting and engaging show with double the entertainment and music. Guests of the evening are James Liotta, Daniela Fontana Rosa and Sonic Circle, Rocco Speranza. Friday the 26th of March in the spectacular Woodville Town Hall Theatre. Doors open at 6.30pm. Tickets already purchased for February the 13th are directly valid for March the 26th. If 
you want to book new tickets, don't wait. Call the radio at 8212-3177. In addition to the major sponsor, Unique Stone, we're happy to have our platinum sponsors by our side. Mitole Family Farm and Northeast Isuzu. Radio Italia Uno, sempre di più. Hi, I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, a family-owned and operated business for 19 years and counting. Our showroom and coffee machine workshop is based in Adelaide City Centre, where we showcase coffee machines, all types of coffee accessories and complementary products, as well as five of our very own coffee blends, including our most popular Dolce Vita blend. Fine Choice Coffee Solutions is SA's home and authorised service centre for the fully automatic Euro coffee machines. Our staff are friendly and welcoming, and always look Looking forward to meeting new customers, so come and say hi at 264 Gilbert Street in the city, or you can shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au. Gallipo Foods, dal 1983, leader australiano nella vendita di distribuzione di una vasta gamma di generi alimentari, tra i quali il prosciutto Spears, dal gusto unico e delicato al palato. Innovazione, professionalità e forte rapporto con dipendenti, clienti e fornitori fanno di Gallipo Foods uno dei distributori più grandi, rispettati e premiati in tutta Australia. Gallipo Foods, stima, fiducia e qualità. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, and thank you. Thank you very much for listening. And, of course, uh, thank you for supporting the people that support us. So um, if you can, uh, when you listen to the commercials and anybody that advertises on our station, we sort of just say thank you for advertising, but also um, thank our great listeners to uh, support the people that support us because without them we wouldn't have a radio show. But um, it's great to have uh, Nadal with us today, Nadal Rashid from uh, Silvertail Properties or Silvertail Property Groups, and you can look him up on silvertail.com.au and you'll find all the other things that he does there, the, um, the different sites that you have stories and stuff about that. But, um, the, you know, part of um, talking to Nadal about Silvertail and their property group is about creating passive income for yourself and helping people to do that. But I've also noticed that, um, you know, at, at a critical time in the year or critical time of the, the COVID, the beginning of the COVID uh, uh, thing, you actually started another passive income type of business. So, um, you know, it's interesting how, although you've got your mainstream, when you're talking to other people about how to develop them, you're developing yourself continuously. Correct. So I've got to so, admire that. No, thank you. Look, uh, it all started when, um, I guess, when I was a child, I read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yep. And in that book, he, in the opening paragraph, he basically said that the poor people work for money. They sell their time to make money, whereas mm-hmm. the rich people make money work for them. And mm-hmm. they treat each dollar like an employee. So from an early age, I was always inclined to think about how can I make money while I'm sleeping? So at 14 years old, I actually started my first business, which was a lolly vending machine business. So I bought six uh, lolly U-turn machines and it's the type you put a dollar in, you turn it and you get a handful of M&Ms or Skittles or whatever. And I had six of those running whilst I was studying, whilst I was at school and uni. So I was always the kid with rattling (laughs) change in my pocket. And uh, that that idea obviously carried forward with me throughout my teenage years and uh, then early on in my uni, uh, you know, during my uni degree and then in my business career. So what ended up happening is um, after I finished my studies, I'd, I'd started a restaurant and I learned that that was not a passive income type of business that required me to be there full time. Um, but then over the years, I've always been conscious of the fact that, you know, the average millionaire has a minimum of six streams of income. Yes. And they're generally coming from income producing assets that grow in value, give them cash flow and might even give them some tax benefits along yeah. the way. Whereas the average Australian... Yeah only relies on one or two income sources and they're generally from paid employment. So what that means is when they stop working, the money, the money stops, stops coming in. Coming in. Yep. So 
one of the biggest things I try and teach is is how do you get yourself in a position where you've got more money coming in from your investments than you've got money going out on your expenses. Mm-hmm. And um, during the COVID period, I mean, our business went down to zero in the first few weeks of them announcing the lockdowns and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and it had me thinking, okay, I need to now find another income source just to supplement it in yep. case, you know, this goes on for a while. So I ended up uh, buying a an existing business. It's an online e-commerce store which sells watches and accessories and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that was the, the plan was it was just to add another income stream with you know the other businesses and things like that that, that we have going on. So um, and I'm always looking at every investment that I look at. I look at the income potential of it. So mm-hmm. if a, if an investment's going to put money in my pocket after it covers its expenses. I'll classify that as an investment. Yes. If something is going to cost me money to keep it there, to keep it running, <laughs> yes. that's a liability. To hold it up, yeah. That's just it. That's the big problem that a lot of people don't realize the difference between a liability and an asset. And I, I've, you know, spoken to a lot of people, and I said, look, I can help you with this part. Now, go and talk to this accountant. Go and mm. talk to this person who does that financial planning, and don't, you know, and they will tell you even more so than I will. But I can spot some things very quickly and i say no no that is not an investment mm. that that you're paying money into it therefore it's not an investment it's a liability you have Correct. to still keep putting money into it that's why i never liked negative gearing and stuff no. some of those sort of things and some people are so negatively geared or so highly geared that are in big trouble any any little interest rate any little uh, things happen and as we as i know quite a few people at the end of previous year and the end beginning of last year um, have lost a lot of money or had to force to sell properties and, and things that they thought were their investment mm. have become their liability. And now they've, um, because of work commitments or one reason or another, they've, they're in big trouble with yep. big debts. Very yeah. simply, anything that puts money in your pocket is an asset. Anything that takes money out of your pocket is a liability. So Matt, you had some questions you've been writing down there. No, I was just writing down wisdom from, uh, from Nadal here. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I don't talk about it because it's not very popular in Australia, but I've, when I first came here, I thought this whole concept of negative gearing was idiotic. Hmm. I mean, I, I can understand the whole, you don't want to give the government any more money than you have to, cause they're just going to blow it anyway. And I don't know, open a methadone clinic or something, but <laughs> But, uh, you know, the whole point is to build wealth. Why would I take the wealth that, I have, that I've, you know, uh, accumulated, you know, through hard work and also, you know, making the right decisions and then just throw it away so I can say, oh, look, I have five houses. Mm. just makes no sense. No, yeah, well, it's not about accumulating the houses. It's, it's what the houses do for you and the exactly. results they produce. Yeah. But the, the other thing is some people were doing that. Um, as a tax deduction to try and get a, a tax. Look, but see, if you're paying so, taxes, you know. I mean, obviously, again, I, I, I'm completely, this will probably get me audited, this conversation. <laughs> but again, this will be my fifth one if I get audited again. But I mean, obviously, we don't want to give the government any, I mean, don't give the government any more money than you have to, okay? But uh, the whole point is to come ahead. If you're, if you're paying taxes, and you're doing your accounts correctly, that means you're making money. Correct. Yep. So, oh no, I'm not gonna make money just to spite the government? I yeah. mean, that's a, that's the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever heard of. <laughs> Look, I think negative gearing has its place with certain individuals. Obviously, very, very limited will, will benefit from it, but hypothetically, let's say you're a doctor or a dentist and you're earning six, $700,000 a year and you're paying a two hundred dollars to $300,000 tax bill, yep. and you had the choice of either going for a positively geared property in Elizabeth, for example, that's yep. not gonna have any capital growth, or you go for a negatively geared property in North Adelaide, um, generally the, the property that in North Adelaide is going to have a bigger capital growth, yeah. which means you can sacrifice the negative gearing portion yeah. and, you know, maybe lose out, say, five grand a year, for example. But on the upside, you're making 50 grand a year in uplift. Um, yeah. So um, it has its place with some individuals, but the problem is it's been sold to the majority where the majority believe it's suited for them when it's not. Yeah. Whereas... The well, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about, getting the right coach, getting the right mentor, talk to the right people for the right advice. Now, you know, this whole program is about happy business and how to mm. be happy in business, but it's also how to be happy in life. Because if you're not happy at work, you will not be happy at life. One and thing you, equals everything. Yeah, happiness is, is what it's all about. And, and the fact is, if you're not happy, 
you can't make other people happy. And if you're not happy, you're, you're going to be a miserable old sod to work with and all your colleagues will say, I hate my job or I hate the people I work with. And that's a revolving door. It just goes round and round and round. It doesn't stop. It never ends. So the only way you can do that is by putting in a new way of thinking, you know, and say, right, for, for things to change, first I must change. And for me to change, what the heck do I have to do? And then, or who do I got to talk to? Who do I find? And, and the fact is, finding the right mentor and the right coach can be quite hard. It is and, a challenge. And I've been speaking to a lot of people lately, and they tell me that, oh, I've had this coach for five years. And I say, well, maybe you've had him for too long, or maybe you had her for too long. You know, I mean, what else can they do for you that they haven't done for the first two years or three years? Have they taken you to the next level? How much has your business grown? Oh, you know, five, ten percent. Now, without a coach, you would have grown that much. Now, get off your backside and get going. Mm. You know, I'm a bit more forceful sometimes, and and with people, and they say, "Oh, but they're very nice people." Of course, they are. We meet once a month. Great. You know, put that money into a charity. You'll feel really good, and because you feel really good, your business will go better. Mm. You know, and you'll attract more people to you. <laughs> so, it's, you know, it's not about just paying a coach. It's about getting the right coach. Step up. You know, move to a better, different coach. Move to a better position for yourself so that you are getting better and better and better and your business should be going up in leaps and bounds. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, we know business people that, you know, I believe you're going to start uh, mentoring uh, with a couple of new, a new mentor, a new coach. Mm -hmm. And their businesses is going up and up and up and up. You can see that they're running a business, but at the same time, they're coaching people. They're doing the work and themselves, and at the same time, they're helping others. Now, when you see people helping others and they're, they're improving, you think, wow, I want to I follow this leader. I want to follow this guy. And that's what it's all about. Correct, yeah. I think you have to be careful when selecting the right coach for yourself because you've got to find someone who's been where you want to go mm -hmm. but also has the same values that you place importance on. And you've got to have good open communication with them. So they've got to be able to... to communicate with you the way you need to be dealt with not yeah, the way you want to be dealt with i partly agree with that but i also disagree with it and the reason why i disagree with it is this um most people will know muhammad ali or cassius clay he was the world champion boxer in three different times he he regained his world championship and he was a junior uh golden glove boxer and he was a junior olympic champion and then he went professional and became professional champion now his main coach right his main coach was anthony dundee anthony dundee was not a boxer he himself had never ever boxed mm. and yet he taught ali how to box he coached him right through from you know from virtually very young right through to his final final fight you know anthony dundee was there now it's like saying, you know, a, a donkey can't teach a horse how to run. But <laughs> the point is, you don't have to be the top businessman to teach somebody how to become a top businessman. And some of the coaches are not the best tennis co tennis players, but they're good tennis coaches. Correct. You know, the athletes that go and to the Olympics, and I'm dealing with a couple of um, people here from Adelaide who are going to the Olympics, and their coach has never, ever been to the Olympics. Their coach has never even been a top athlete in the field that they're training, but they know and they can see what has to be done and they know how to do it. Yep. You know, so that's where the difference is. Some people are looking for somebody way out there. They're looking for a Jesus. They're looking for a Muhammad. They're looking for some special God to help them. There are people every day right next to you that can help you, that can motivate you and take you to the next level. Correct. I think success has its own recipe. And that recipe is transferable between different industries. That's the thing that's important. We'll so, come back and talk about that because that, that transferable energy, that transferable knowledge, that's what this is all about. Absolutely. Thank you very much. We've got to take a break. Gee, you guys have been fantastic today. Thank you. Bonacera Restaurant, where you eat Italian style. Come and visit our elegant reception room for weddings, baptisms, family functions and much more with a capability of up to 100 people. Eating at Bonacera Restaurant is like emerging ourselves in the all-Italian dream. 
on Friday and Saturday. Lots of music in our piano bar and you'll taste the fabulous specials of our Maria. At Bonacera Restaurant, fixed price includes three courses, dessert and coffee. Bookings 83795647. Bonacera Restaurant, 295 Glen Osmond Road, Glenunga. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, granito, marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now. 8266-2280 Unique Stone We won't be beaten Come on Que stai facendo? Yo Chiama adesso Hi, this is David Heath and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno Business with Peter Salerno. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you to all our sponsors. Of course, like I say all the time, please support the people that support us. They've uh, We've got some great little businesses out there um, that are doing great work in the community and also uh, support all the people that support us. So thank you for that. And of course, today we have a special guest and like I said, a good friend of mine, uh, Nadal Rashid. Nadal is from Silvertail Properties and you can find him on silvertail.com.au. Have a look, listen to his uh, uh, different things, his stories he's got there. You can find out about his YouTube and all that other things that he does. But it's interesting because we've been talking about um, goals and values and how important it is and, and how to find what is your what, what, what is it that you should be doing and, of course, a lot of people are struggling every day to find out what their purpose in life is and how to achieve a purpose or how to be more motivated by having a purpose or at least be happy with what they're doing because so many people today, more than ever before, have become aware that they're not happy with what they're doing because of the COVID and because of the fact that people have been working from home, um, restricted, lock-ups, lockdowns and lock-ins and all the rest of it um, – People are starting to realise that don't, they don't like the work they're doing. They don't like the, the occupation they're doing. They don't like the people they work with. They don't. They, just so many things have, have come up for people, and so many different um, fears and phobias which ha, have been fired, you know, uh, fired up for them. So um, we're talking about how to be happy at work, what to do to be happy at work, and how to find what is it that you should be doing or what is it what your purpose is and how to be happy in what you're doing. And every week we talk about that. So you can go back and listen to all our other podcasts that uh, thank you to Podcast City has been putting them on Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio. So just look up Happy Business Radio and you can listen to all the other podcasts there. But we're also talking, and Nadal made a very good point just before the break, and um, Matt mentioned it as well earlier about uh, coaching and mentoring, but also how transferable some of the coaches are, you know, that some of the stuff that you don't ha- necessarily have to be in the same business. And I agree with Nadal when he said that look at somebody who's doing what they're doing and just copy what they've done or just follow them because they're the ones that achieve it. But then on the other hand, like I said, there are some people that are working in a different field that you think, wow, you know, and that's what I was mentioning And before. there's probably more value getting a coach from a different field because it gives you an outside perspective as well i guess that the the formula or the recipe to win mm-hmm. in life that's what's transferable regardless of what it is yes yes well that that's why motivational speakers go around the world you know you get a motivational speaker who was uh, somebody from america comes over and he he was a baseball 
a fanatic and a baseball coach and he, he took a baseball team from zero to number one and kept them there for four or five years and and then you get a coach from uh, a gridiron team who went from there to there and stayed you know became gridiron but just because you play gridiron it doesn't mean you can't motivate a golfer correct <laughs> and if you're a very good golfer it doesn't mean you can't motivate a salesperson because those are transferable type of things you know and you can learn from other people but what is really interesting and this is the thing that i found I thought, you know, years ago, I thought, oh, yes, I'll just get a coach. I'll get a mentor. Um, he'll help me or, and we'll go. And the reason why I say he, because in the past, there were only he's. There were mm. only men. It was hard to find a female coach or a female mentor. Um, although I used to look at female mentors, business women who did really well in business, and I'd say, look, if she can do it, you can. <laughs> mm. and, and that's it. But what is really interesting today, there's not as many women as men, but there's a lot of women out there coaching other women and other men, you know? So it's really interesting to find. But the thing that I found more importantly is what you said earlier on today as well and in previous times, that you don't only have one coach or one mentor, mm. you see? You might have one coach for part of your business, you have another coach for a different part of your business, you know? And that also works, you know? And so... Um, there are a few coaches that can do the whole holistic type thing, you know, but you, you're saying you, you have people who you read books and said, right, that's my financial mentor. That's yep. the person I'm following financially. And now I've noticed also you've lost a lot of weight. I have. I'm down about 15 kilos. 15 kilos. Now, just tell me, how long did that take you to lose that? Now, this is important because... Yeah, so probably... I mean, I lost the, most of the weight by January. Yeah. Um, I was, and I've now just been maintaining it for right. the last couple of months. But, but it only took, me took about you three months, yeah, roughly. I'm saying three or four months, because I remember I saw you, you know, last year. I've seen you a few times, but, you know, mm. but, but I remember when I saw you, and at one stage I said, hey, what are you doing? You know, you, mm. you need to look after your health a bit more. And you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you said you were going to start. And, and I've noticed now, and you've lost that period over a three month period which is really fantastic you know it's really fantastic and it's great to see because immediately you. You, you've got more energy you really have Thank you know you. It, it comes across you know your aura is totally different so that's important because matt was saying the other night that he lost what 50 kilos 45? yeah about 50 yeah i'm not well, sure yeah. my scale didn't go up that high yeah. <laughs> um nadal i i uh, i just wanted to know if you plan on finding those 15 kilograms again because i do that a lot i lose them and then <laughs> Somehow I managed to find them. So, so this year I've tried the different approach. Mm. Um, in the past, I've always tried to lose as much as I can. And, um, you know, once I hit that goal, that's it. I start celebrating. Yeah. Now it's about trying to keep it maintained for a year. Yep. So my goal is to go from now till December 2021 mm. at the same weight. Mm. Excellent. Mm. See, this is what we're talking about, transferable coaching, transferable mentors. You can have a mentor who's in a totally different industry. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be in the same industry as you. It doesn't have to be the same. It could be somebody from overseas. It doesn't have to be somebody in your right. own country. It doesn't have to be somebody anywhere. Or you just have somebody, and nowadays, so easy with Skype and and uh, it's all, it's all Twitter and all, all yeah. these sort of things and, and Zoom. You can actually Zoom face-to-face -face with somebody. And I've been lucky enough to have uh, some mentors and, and people overseas that I've, I've had uh, – phone calls with and I remember it cost me a packet you know I used to pay like ten dollars a minute or some stupid thing you know uh, to, to speak to somebody in Canada or America or in yep. Europe you know and I remember years ago you, it used to be quite expensive to make an international phone call and especially when you have to do it on a mobile or if you have to do it on a landline it was very very expensive and I remember having done that you know mm. nowadays it costs you nothing at all through computer and and I've been everything using everything is at our fingertips these days. But I find you can give ever you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Yeah. So the decision has to come from the person wanting the coaching and wanting and and seeing value in having someone else guide them. Mm -hmm. And I believe in order to get to that point, one of two things has to happen: either you got to get some inspiration or you got to get some desperation. Yes, because mm. they're the two things that will drive you <laughs> to make a decision to change yeah. to then go out and seek a coach and seek someone who can help you move in that direction. Yes, and yes, I think that's that's. You know, most people that tell me that they were desperate when they mm. changed, that they, they were forced to change. It wasn't they, they, it's pleasure or pain. Correct. It's pleasure or pain. It's either the pleasure of going forward and say, I'm going to get a Ferrari, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And the, the pleasure of being able to say to mum, here, mum, here are the keys. And then what's that for? Well, that's your new house over there, mum. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the pleasure of doing that for your mum and dad 
is like beyond, you of know, it, it just blows people's minds. But to be able to say to your young brother or, you know, somebody here, um, would you grab that car and bring it in, please? And the, he goes and sits in the car and it's got welcome to your car or something like that written on it, you know, happy birthday for next week, you know. Absolutely. And, and he said, what? You know, that's my car. <laughs> you know, like it, it just those sort of things that have, you get so much pleasure out of doing it or, you know, giving to a charity, giving to a, an organization that somebody really needs it, or you can, you know, do a deed for somebody. Definitely. You, you know, know what the interesting thing though is more people are motivated by avoiding pain than they are by, than pleasure. by achieving pleasure. Yep. So, you know, and, and sometimes we've got to use that to our advantage because if you are, if you're, if you're winning and things are going well and you're, you know, in a pleasurable state, you're generally celebrating and mm. there's no growth in celebrating. Mm. But when things are going against you and you got the challenges up against you, you're then pondering. And mm. in the pondering, that's when we grow the most because that's when you're asking yourself, what's what's working? What's not working? What shall I be doing more of? What shall I stop doing? And they're but the see, questions. People don't ask that question. People don't ask that question of themselves. That's where you need a coach. That's where you need a mentor. That's where you need somebody who's your unreasonable friend. See, I would say <laughs> that people do ask themselves questions when they're in a, in a state of, um, you know, ponder, but they don't ask the right question. So mm. something bad might happen to someone and they go, why does this happen to me? Why mm. am I always victimized? Yeah. Why mm. do all the bad it things, negative, you know, why am I negative. attracting this? Why am I attracting it? And all of a sudden your brain, your subconscious mind tries to find the, find the answer to that question yeah. and it'll go, well, this happens to you because you're a bad person. Yeah. This happens to you because you're <laughs> unlucky. This happens to you because you don't deserve to win yeah. whereas and if you, in the same situation yeah. you just switch the question to go okay what can i learn out of the situation how can i avoid this happening to me again what gold or what value what lesson yeah. can i take from this situation and ensure that i use it for for my benefit in the future yeah. so those are the questions that i believe start moving in the right direction that's right ask the right question and ask the right way what can i do to get it better what can i do that that well very well said very well said look we're going to take another break now and we'll be back uh, straight after this, and and uh, we're we're coming back to listen to Matt with his uh, motivational session. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with a Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Now it's time for a mentoring session with Happy Business Radio. Every week we bring you a little motivational story to uh, just to motivate you and make you inspire. And this week we've asked Matt to do the story. So Matt, over to you. In the 1972 Olympics, Mark Spitz won his fifth gold medal. After he won his fifth gold medal, he went to his coach and he said, Coach, I can't swim the last two events. His coach said, why? What's the matter, Mark? Why? Do you have a fever? He touched his forehead. Did you sprain your ankle? Why can't you swim the last two events? And Mark Spitz said, coach, I might lose. Those are my weakest events. You know, I, I, I could get a silver or a bronze or maybe not even place. I, I mean, I want to go out on top. I want to go out a winner. See, in 1968, in the Mexico Olympics, Mark Spitz was expected to win several gold medals he even bragged he would win six but he only won two and those were in relays in 68 he even lost two events that he had the world record in his coach said mark this is the olympics you've been training for this for eight years this is a culmination of your life's work you have to try mark spitz said nah coach i uh, can't do it then the coach tried a different tack. He said, Mark, the team is counting on you. You need to do it. You need to try. You need to do your best for the team. Mark Spitz said, Coach, I, uh, I just can't do it. And then the coach tried another different tactic. He said, Mark, 
You are representing the United States of America. Your entire country is watching. You're representing the U.S. in front of the whole world. You have to do it for your country. He said, Coach, I don't think I can do it. So his coach got a, started to get angry. He said, Mark, you're swimming. Mark said, no, I'm not. Coach said, yes, you are. He said, no, I'm not. He said, yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. And they got louder and louder and louder and almost came to shoving each other. Finally, the coach in exasperation said, Mark, after I watched you win your fifth gold medal yesterday, I was in awe. I thought, my God, how good can somebody really be at something? You know what, Mark? I guess we'll never find out. And then he left. And of course, Mark Spitz felt terrible. He swam the last two races and won two more gold medals. Seven gold medals, which, has never been, which was never done in swimming up until that time. And it took another 36 years for someone else to accomplish the same feat. And a lot of us are like Mark Spitz. We let our fear of failure stopping us from reaching our full potential. We let our fear stop us from trying. And there are two kinds of people listening to this podcast right now. There's the kind of people that let fear stop them from reaching their potential, that let fear stop them from being happy, that let fear stop them from making the world a better place. And then there are those of us that try and find out how great we can be. They do not let fear stop us. The question is, which one are you? Radio Italia 1, sito internet www.italia1.com.au. Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much and thank you to all our sponsors. Of course, um, you know, this show is just supported by all our sponsors. So we ask you to go out and support our sponsors, support the people that support us. Like I always say, support the people that support you. And uh, if you need somebody to support you, give us a call. We're here to help. Uh, Happy Business Radio comes on 2 o'clock every, Tuesday, every Monday on uh, Radio Italia Uno um, and we're here to help. And at any time, give us a call, get to our Facebook page and send us a message or send us a message through Radio Italia Uno and uh, you know when I get the message, I'll contact you. And I just want to say again, thank you to everybody that sent me emails and uh, different messages from all over. It's, it's, it's a really great to get messages from uh, people that are telling me what's happening in their lives or how just listening to one story has made a big change to them. And it's, it's just fantastic. And I always try and pass that on to the different mentors that come in or different coaches. And like I say, this program is not about me. It's about my good friends that come in here week after week or month after month. And, and we try and bring people back sometimes because there's new things happening. But we, we were talking today about uh, your goals, your values, and what is your what or what is your purpose. We, we talked about uh, passive income and how to, uh, more important because of the COVID, because of what's happened worldwide, people are starting to realise, wow, that's the only job I've got. That's, I don't have any other talent. How can I uh, develop something else? And uh, last night I was at the Fringe, and, and in Adelaide we have the Fringe Festival in Adelaide, which is the biggest... Uh, arts festival in the whole southern hemisphere and uh, I was listening to a comedian and he said he realized um, during the year and how he has no other talent so you know he's making jokes about not being a mechanic not being practical not being this that or whatever but uh, you know there's no reason there is no reason except your own fear that you don't have a passive income or some sort of business that can create a passive income for you and uh you know, give me a call, send me a message. I'll get in touch with Nadal and say, Nadal, what should these people be doing? Or I'll talk to other coaches that I have, friends of mine, and we'll be able to do it. Nadal, I want to say thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Matt's been taking notes of what you've been saying. So there's a lot of, lot of good things there. Uh, Matt, it's always a pleasure having you in. Thank you. Pleasure's all mine. Thanks for adding what you do. And, and Nadal, I just want to say on a personal note, I really got a lot out of your six... Uh, the average millionaire in the U.S. has six in, uh, income streams. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Uh, I mm. mean, 
Just, to, just yep. if I've got a minute, yeah, just yeah, to go. sort yes. of one final <clears throat> point. The reason why this is really important is because there's a bit of an underlying problem right now. See, mm -hmm. a lot of people, when they get to retirement, they either rely on the family or the pension to support them. Yep. However, um, the pension is not what it used to be. See, when it was first introduced in the, in the 40s, we had 10 taxpayers supporting one pensioner. Yep. Now, in 2021, we've got less than three taxpayers supporting one pensioner. But by the time all the baby boomers retire, yep. we're going to have less than two taxpayers. Yeah, well, the, the whole program was supposed to be a scam. Yeah. I mean, it, no one was supposed to live long enough to actually get it. Correct. Yeah. The okay, but then people rich. started live long. It was just something to make people feel comfortable. And now we're living longer and yep. our expenses are getting higher. So well, there's a fear that that pension's not going to be around for too long. So it's our responsibility to create yep. those passive income streams for us to help us support us financially later on. Look, we're in a lucky country, right? Mm -hmm. But there are people listening to this program now from other parts of the world that don't have pensions in their countries. They don't have the same plans that we have. That's they right. don't have the same support systems that we have. They don't have the social security. They don't have the hospital benefits. So in those countries, it's even more important to, to get a passive income. Now, I remember somebody in India telling me how um, there's this bank uh, that's set up for all the women and small businesses, and they give them loans of up to $10, $12 or small... Micro-loans, yeah, micro, that's a UN micro, program. Yeah, micro, micro-loans. And, and some of those businesses have become huge. Absolutely. Some of them have become huge. The stories that I read and I hear, I'm thinking, wow. You know, so, look, all I'm saying is, please, let us help you. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't matter where you are. Send us some information. I'm going to pick Nadal's brain. I'm going to pick, you know, uh, everybody's brain. You know, like Matt's got a lot of wealth of knowledge. He's run three or four different businesses. He's gone bankrupt a couple of times, but he's still a multimillionaire. Mm. You know, and the fact is, you know, he's got some information that we can pick from his brain and share it. And that's what we're all about. So I'm not the, the guru here. I mean, as much as I am good coach and a mentor or whatever, I've got friends around me who are much better than I am. And I pick their brains to give you the information. So Nadal, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Again, I, I know that you're such a busy man and I really appreciate your time. No, it's and my pleasure. <clears throat> Matt, thanks for coming in. Pleasure on mine. Ron from Podcast City, Adelaide, thank you so much for helping us with this program. Thank you. And see you, talk to you next time. Thank you very much. I look forward to getting your emails and your messages. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.